Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. KJZ presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We're coming to you live high above the Heineken River Deck, Pier 17. A little crisp in the morning, right? A little crisp in the air this morning? Oh, yeah, I like that, that, though. That means spring is right here yeah, on the verge. Right. It's not, it wasn't that bitter cold anymore. It's not Groundhog brick anymore. is coming out. It's that time, March Madness. Start being outside, relaxing yeah. a little bit. Start getting the pool ready for the, for the summer, if I can only talk. I feel like, Zubin, <laughs> I need a sip of water. Where's my water? Want some? Want yeah. some? But it, it, the March Madness part of it, that's what I'm excited about. When you get to this point, and now every weekend, it's like, okay, who's next? What's coming up next? And all that stuff. That, that's what's exciting. And today's, obviously, games are going to bring us there. But this time of year is also, as we're getting closer, believe it or not, to the NFL draft. Mm. I mean, it gets realer and realer the closer we get to the draft, as Shefty told us, maybe in that first round. Some of these quarterbacks we're talking about that want trades – that could be that hard deadline of whether or not we're going to see some big-time movement with some of the big stars. But we're seeing movement of some other quarterbacks so far through free agency. What do you think of Mitchell Trubisky signing with the Bills? I love it. So the Bears I, move I, on from him. I, he does the Jameis Winston thing. I, I, I love it for him. I think you go to a place, it's a one-year deal where you get a chance to actually be right behind a guy like Josh Allen, who you never know, injuries can play into it. And that would obviously set expectations for Mitchell Trubisky. But, I mean, this, this is a bridge-type deal. Yeah. I think you do this deal for one year, you learn on the job, you go to a place where the culture, the environment is drastically different from where you just came. Drastically different from where you just came, and bit. you learn on the job. Yeah, you get to a franchise that has really stabilized itself. They've developed a young quarterback. They've got weapons. They've got – they're, you know, they're, they're playing a win. I mean, they've got championship aspirations now. And this is a bit of a redshirt year for Trubisky. Exactly. Think about it. He didn't have much college experience. Comes into the league with one season out of North Carolina, and then he goes to Chicago, and it's like, okay, be the savior. And that's a lot to put on a young guy, and he struggled with it. He had some moments, but also had the bad moments. They give up on him. So for him, this is, I'm still young. Let me reset and kind of get, get my bearings in this league and maybe have that chance to get back into a starter with Jameis, we're seeing with Mariota, and now we're seeing with Mitchell Trubisky. It's just, you know, even if you weren't playing the best, which Mitchell Trubisky was not at the beginning of the year, even though the defense was stepping up their game to a different level and making him look decent, Mm -hmm. you were still undefeated. I don't understand why you get benched for Nick Foles at that time. Like That that, that, that relationship seemed, and we're, we're seeing it across multiple landscapes of different teams. When that relationship becomes fractured, yep. that's hard to get back. And I think that relationship between Trubisky and Matt Nagy, the way Matt Nagy handled that with a guy like Nick Foles that he abided for, that he brought in to say, hey, let's steal this thunder, that, that, I don't think you just get that back. So for anybody it's like, oh, why we signed Andy Dalton? We could have got Mitchell Trubisky. I'm sitting there saying, if I'm Mitchell Trubisky, I don't want to go back to Chicago. Clearly. Why do I want to go back to Matt Nagy? I want nothing to do with you. You go ahead and you take all that bad karma and you keep it right there, Chicago. And, and Nagy was brought in to turn Trubisky into something, and he spent enough time with him and just clearly by bringing in Foles, like, all right, this guy ain't the guy. I need my own guy. So that relationship was definitely fractured there. But now you've got Andy Dalton coming in. And, you know, we can, we can discuss the timing on Andy Dalton and everything else. But Andy Dalton chooses the Bears. What, how many options did he have and how many other options did the Bears have? They tried to get Russell Wilson. They were told, no, that offer is not good enough. And the Bears almost – was this impulsive to go after Andy Dalton and sign him to the one-year $10 million deal? 
But not only did they sign him to a deal, as Andy Dalton talked to the media yesterday in his introductory press conference, he also revealed that the Bears promised him something. Take a listen. You know, you're talking as if you're the starter. What kind of what kind of assurances have you been given by the Bears uh, that they're done at quarterback, that they're not going to be making any, any other moves to bring in more competition for you? The, they, they told me I was a starter. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to come here. And so every conversation I've had is uh, has been that. So that's the assurance that I've got. Told him he was the starter. <laughs> got to sell it to him. Got to get somebody in there. I, I've said I've said this yesterday. If Andy Dalton starts, I think Ryan Pace should be fired. Um, I wow. think Chicago deserves better. I mean, Ryan Pace should have been fired. Andy a Dalton's while not ago. a scrub now. I I'm mean, not like- saying he's a scrub. I'm not saying he's a scrub at all. Andy Dalton is an insurance policy. Yes, that he's I somebody agree. that you had to get in order to stop the bleeding. And every time you come to the negotiation table, if you don't have any quarterback on your roster, and nobody, everybody knows what it is with Nick Foles, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like I'm going to fleece you. You're desperate. You can't come and negotiate a new contract with me when I know you, you have no other options, Alan. Right. I'm going to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to lowball you because I know there's no other options for you. I'm going to extract so much value from you that I'm going to have you work in 30 different jobs for a bare minimum. Right? That's how negotiations work. You talk about the whole TV exec- executive mindset, right? Like, that's how guys like John Lynch looked at it with Ryan Pace. When you go back to when they traded up for Mitchell Trubisky in the first place, right? So I think for all these different scenarios, Andy Dalton is a guy that's an insurance policy. I don't think Andy Dalton is bad. I actually think he was given a really horrible hand last year. Concussion, COVID, their defense was horrible for the Cowboys. Offensive line was banged up. I mean, even Dak was running for his life. So I don't put that all on Andy Dalton. He should get an opportunity. I just hate that the opportunity is coming into a situation where it's a – can't say the word because we're not allowed. It's a blank show. That's what Chicago is right now. It's a blank show. Yeah, and when you look at Andy Dalton as a starter and you hear what he says there, you wonder, was this impo- – I asked the question again. Was this impulsive by the Bears because you mentioned this just earlier. Marcus Mariota, there's the possibility that he's going to get cut and he'd be available. You give Andy Dalton not only $10 million, you also give him the assurance of being a starter. It kind of suggests that you felt – like you were under pressure, that Dalton had other options, and he made it clear to you, listen, sign me now, or, or I got other options. And what were they? Was it Washington? They went with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You mm-hmm. mentioned Philly. Is that really a great situation for a guy like him? So I, I don't Atlanta know. Atlanta could be another great situation, you're, you're even right. though they're against the cap, like Arthur Smith actually was his OC starter, in Tennessee. Though. I think Dalton is trying to say, I'm still a starter in this league, and I wanted a place where I could prove that. And so for him, that's probably why he takes this is – I want to go to a place that they need me to be the starter so I can get myself back to that level because he was that for so many years in Cincinnati. I just don't – like Like if you're the well, Bears, is this the best you could have done? No, it's not. But I don't put that once again on Andy Dalton. It's not his fault. I'm not going to sit up here and crucify Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton got his money. Yep. I'm glad you got your money. Yep. I'm glad you'll get your chance. You played it right. Once again, I go back to – where did the infection start? It started with Ryan Pace. He should never be in this position in the first place. He should never have been in this position in the first place. There were no other options. He was forced to. But now it's like stop the bleeding instead of thinking about how we're rebuilding this organization. Now, look, if you're still in for Russell Wilson, if that's the game plan, I hope you're able to pull it off. But you're sure as hell pulling a rabbit out of your back pocket <laughs> in the last second with one second left on the shot clock. And typically, 
I know my shooting percentage because I was in the situation a lot with Chicago. The balls got passed to me a lot with two or three seconds left in the shot clock. Grenade. My shooting percentage was not high, Alan. <laughs> it was not high. You hate when that happens. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, Progressive's home quote explorer, changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, and save both time and money. Learn more at Progressive.com. And there was some great research done uh, by our researcher, Lauren, about quarterbacks taken with the second overall pick since 2000. And that obviously hey, let's calm down with the second pick uh, over here, okay? Marcus, Nothing wrong with the second pick. Marcus Mariota, yes, you're oh, right. Oh, so you're saying that jinx goes to the NBA, in, in too? The NBA, oh. In the NBA, the NBA, ruthless, pick, Evan. Well, that, that pick's been a really good pick in the NBA, though. Yeah, it's, it's been a good – well, th- right? thank you for backing me, I'm, I'm, even true, though, though my career that research. not out to but, but that this way, one, but this one, think about – like, I'll give you the good. It's, it's a short list, although this is only one page, so there might be more to it. But the good has, like, Donovan McNabb, okay, Archie Manning, okay. But the bad so far, you have like Ryan Leaf. That's Ugh. probably the biggest one of all, right? I mean, 4-17. and 17 is Rick Myra. RG3 started out well, but it didn't end That's well. Like it didn't. Injuries. Yeah, that, is that on hit? Yeah, exactly. It's injuries but, hey. and how that. We'll call it, remember, it was suck or bad luck? Yeah. Remember that and, game we and, played on St. Patrick's Day? Well, that works play. here. Right? Carson Wentz, Mariota, Trubisky. You know, all these different names that we're talking about here that, that it feels like that two-pick is that nervous, you better get it right, and it has not worked out. And now we've got to see if a Mariota, if a Trubisky can reset, if Carson Wentz Who was the second pick this year in the NFL draft? (laughs) Isn't the Jets? The Jets yeah, have don't take Zach pick. Wilson. Look at this list. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that's Wilson. that's for Evan Wilner, our producer. I just find it interesting. We're talking about the second pick. Now the Jets have the second pick. No, I'm just saying. All right, Joe Douglas, time I'm to make sold. it. I'm time. sold on now that they shouldn't take Zach Wilson. Okay, I, yeah, there see, we go. We Evan, just talked. Evan it doesn't want it. I don't want him either. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel the same way. Trade the pick. We have research. You have your quarterback, Joe Douglas. I have. You proof. have your quarterback, Jets. Why you have you Sam not Darnold? Use the number two pick. Trade it while you can. The NCAA tournament starts today. Your look on your face, by the way, when I said who has a second pick, it was like that blank stare. No, no. Who has a second pick again? (laughs) Yeah, but when you said it, I'm just going like, where's he going with that? Yeah. Because I've already traded the pick. Oh. Like, as a Jets fan, that pick is not in my hands anymore. You're over it. I, I agree with you on that. But then you said it, and I was like, oh, God, you're right. This is definitely why they shouldn't make that pick. March Madness, it begins today. Jay's going to tell you why players, what players to watch. And the best part is what we love to do in basketball, who they remind you of. NBA oh, comparisons. Fun game. I can't wait. But Jay first has this from Cintas. Today, people, we expect a new level of clean. That's right. Cintas provides a wide range of essential products and services that help businesses keep their facilities and employees clean and safe. Centos will keep you well-stocked with essential supplies like face masks, hand sanitizer, gloves, and thermometers. Centos will hygienically clean and deliver your uniforms. Centos also helps you protect employees and customers with first aid and safety supplies and fire protection services. Centos also helps you open your doors with confidence every day. Learn how Centos can help keep your business clean and safe at Centos.com. Get Centos and get ready for the workday. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The game is just beginning, Jay will Just beginning. Alan Hahn in with Jay will KJZ. So let's do, let, let's have some fun. Let's talk some hoop right now. All right. I love this. So, so, so for everybody to understand that's out there, you're listening, and you're saying, what are they doing here? I'm going to explain something. Something about the basketball culture, that when you talk about players, you don't just say this guy plays this way. When you break down his game, you just break down his game. But no, no, no. In basketball, it's just tell me who he plays like. Exactly. Give me, that, give me the comp. Like, tell me about his game. Who does he remind you of? That's just something that we do in basketball. So that's what I love about this. So as we watch the NCAA tournament, we know a lot of these guys are going to end up in the league. Some and I'm not might, talking about like – I'm not talking about lame comps. Like, you know how we do this. Oh, no, like, no. I'm hey, looking at some of these comps. Hero, reminds me of, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, these are blends of players, You're going to hear frame. names. You're going to hear names. You're going to hear attributes of their game. It, this is why it's interesting. I okay. love this. So right, here so we go. Tell you what. So let, let's, be, let's begin it. Go ahead. I'll step Top the six – Players to watch in the NCAA tournament and the NBA player comps. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Number six. Luca Garza, National Player of the Year. Mm. 6'11", 265 pounds, can move, averaging 24 points, nine rebounds, shooting 40% from the three-point line. NBA comp. Why are you going to like watching him? He's a poor man's college version of Nikola Vucevic. Oh, is, or is, is, Vuce. Big Vucevic. Say it, Big Perk. Say it for me, Big Perk. It's Big Vucevic. Vucevic. But his NBA comp, he's a college version of Nikola Vucevic. Okay. His NBA comp is more like Kevin Pitsnoggle. Who? Kevin Pitsnoggle oh. played for Pittsburgh. We can talk about this after the break. Luca Garza, mm. a dominant college basketball player. But. I just don't know if his game translates to the sides and the pace of the way the NBA plays. I think that's fair. Watching him, he's a dominant college player, but does his game translate? Maybe Not offensively. Sure. Not sure. But defensively? That guy, you talk about being on an island. You that's don't want to get in a pick-and-roll pick situation with him. We're talking about a national player of the year that's probably going to be taken in the late, late first round or early second, second round. round. 45 to the Spurs is the latest draft mock. And Marcus Saul is struggling guard in pick-and-rolls. Yep. I don't want to see how Luka Garza is going to do. It's not hate. It's all love. No, it's not I want to see I will win it. Do your thing, Luka. By the way. Just being real. A, a, picks, a pits knuckle reference already on the snow. Yes. Uh, that, on the show. That's Here we go, James. Let's go to number five. That's where we're Number beginning. five. Ayo DeSuma. Mm. Okay, I give him a new nickname. 
He has to wear a mask because he broke his nose earlier in the season. We're calling him the Mask Mamba. Love it. The Mask Mamba in the NCAA tournament will go off. They won the Big Ten tourney. They finished second in the Big Ten. He's averaging 21 points a game. His game is like the likes of Milwaukee Bucks, Drew Holiday. Ooh, I like that. But I'm not going Milwaukee Bucks, Drew Holiday this year. I'm going back to when the Pelicans drew Holiday, when he carried them in the playoffs with Anthony Davis. I'm talking about that Drew Holiday. He wants to get in your face, defend you. He's not afraid to be in your pocket. And offensively, he's going to take the shots. He wants to be the guy on this team. His name is going to become a huge name in the NCAA tournament. A Mark name that to down. know. I love it. Name to know. We had him on the show earlier in the week. Yes, we do. All right, let's go to number four. Number four. Moses, I'm not talking about biblical references here. <laughs> Moses Moody, and he is Moody. His game goes in different ways, man. A 6'6 shooter. They finished second in the SEC for Arkansas. And let me give you about this comp. He's 6'6, dead-eye shooter. I'm going to give you another Arkansas player that was a dead-eye shooter and a talented player. He's a smaller version of Joe Johnson. I saw Joe. Small version. You might see Joe Johnson in the big three still putting in work. Still doing his thing with Ice Cube. But <laughs> Joe Johnson should still be in the league. He can still get people buckets. Yep. And this player is very similar. Can move around on the perimeter, can knock down shots. But still, if you catch him in an isolated situation, can still dance with the ball, can do, still do some special things. And when he gets going, he's a guy that can put up prolific-type numbers. Arkansas basketball is back, baby. And Moses Moody is one of the guys you need to pay attention to. Got to watch him, no Here doubt. Here we go, number three. Number three. Scotty Barnes, Scotty Barnes, Scotty Barnes, know this name. Yes, you might look at the stats. He's averaging 11 points. Why do I need to know this name? Because he's 6'8", 7'2", wingspan. You ready for it, Allen? 7'2", wingspan. You ready for it? Go. Jay Billis, take a shot. Wingspan, we said it. Say it again. Take another shot. It's Friday. It's that time for the weekend. Get ready for March Madness. He moves very Giannis-like. What? He moves very Giannis-like. When you see him move, whoo! If you can't see the highlights now, oh, go, you're go gadget radio, arm. Go go gadget arm can extend it crazy size with his hands. Puts the ball out there, mm-hmm. palm it, can extend bang on you. But also, you ready? Can shoot the ball like Jabari Parker. So there's a moves Giannis like, but with the Jabari Parker skill set, doesn't know what his ceiling is yet. But his ceiling is off the charts. He has that type of potential. You just gave me a wide range, though. You go from Giannis to Jabari Parker. Like no, that's I, I, a, I'm, well, I'm combining the two I, now. I hear you. I'm combining the two. Like I, he has to reach his potential, but that's what his potential is with the size, the length, the go-go gadget arms, and the skill set, very much like Jabari Parker. Number two, K the man. Cunningham, 6'8", 220, averaging twenty points. You've heard us talk about him before. Reminds me of G Hill. Reminds me. Grant Hill. You remember what G Hill used to be in Detroit? Now, before G Hill had injuries, G Hill, G. Hill was going to be like the next coming to Michael Jordan now. He, he had that in him. Yeah, he was that point forward, little Magic Johnson. I'm not too, saying Cade has the athletic ability like G Hill, but there's a little bit of that G Hill style to the way he plays. Smooth. Yes. And also, there's a, there's a mellow-like-esque Jump shooting ability for him. Okay. Right? Like, Melo, remember that run that Melo had in the tournament? He was making big shots, return, Cues. reverse pivot on the block, shoot the mid-range jumper. That's what Kay Cunningham is, baby. I'm telling you, this kid is a superstar. We're going to have Dick Vitale on later. He's going to rave about Kay Cunningham. He's CC. awesome, baby. He's a PTPer. <laughs> now, let's go to number one, damn it. Number one. Number one, Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. If you don't know this name, 
You better start marking it down right now, okay? This is a team that's probably going to finish the deal. The first team to finish the deal since 1976, Indiana, Mm -hmm. to be undefeated throughout the whole year and win the tournament. Reminds me of Jason Kidd, but has Dame to his game. Think about that. Dame to his game. Collegiate level reminds me of Jason Kidd, but has Dame to his game. Let me tell you why. Explain. His IQ is off the charts. He makes the game easy, right? He doesn't, like his passing is there, but it's not like extra passing. It's all a little pocket pass, a little drop down pass, a little skip pass. The ball be, the ball is being delivered right in the pocket. There's no wasted motion. Catch it, shoot it, bam. But what a hell of a pass, Jalen. Think if we're delivering the ball right in the pocket. But when he wants to take over a game, he has that Dame-like ability. He can score with the best of anybody in college basketball. He can score this way at the pros because his high IQ in ball screens, the way he can shoot it, you got to stand up, you got to get up there as a big man. And he can string you off. He can deliver the pocket pass. He's going to take over March Madness. Jalen Suggs, Jason Kidd-like with Dame ability. I like that. Those are my six NBA guys to watch in March Madness and their NBA comps. I like that. You got two, speaking of Dick Vitale, two diaper dandies at the very top of that list. Suggs was a quarterback, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't he a high school quarterback. Had a chance to be a quarterback at the next level. Ohio well. State, Ohio offered State, him. and and you've got and so cerebral. That's what I mean. Like the ability to read, we've seen him make passes. There is a you got to explain this too. You were a guard, like like the, the ability to put the pass with touch in the spot to your teammate to just be able to finish the play without having to adjust any of that stuff is is a skill that is underappreciated. But younger players were starting to see it. LaMelo Ball does it, and he does it very well. All the well. time. Just the ability to put it right where the, your teammate needs it so he just, in the flow, can finish the shot. Got a chance to do USA Basketball, Greg Popovich, maybe one of the greatest coaches to do it sure. in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I remember I came off the screen, and I hit somebody with a skip pass, and the ball literally came to the right side of the player, like off his right hip. Pop stopped the practice. Stop! What the hell are you doing, Jason? What do you, what do you mean, coach? Like That was a skip pass. I, he's wide open. Why are you hitting him with the pass lower than his hip on the right side? You hit him in the hands right, right around the navel. You know why? Because then I don't have to think about catching the ball to the side, Adjust. adjusting it, bringing it back to my center, and then raising. You hit me right by the navel, so when I catch, I go right into my shot. Mm-hmm. That's how you pass, Jason Williams. That's how you become a great point guard. Who talks like that? That's, but those are the kind of details that guys like Jalen Suggs, guys like LaMelo, you know who's brilliant at it? Watch next time LeBron James hits somebody with a skip pass across mm. the court. Mm-hmm. Always hits them right there in the navel. Right. Right there in Make the belly the button. It's better. Man, it, it, those are the, the nuances and the intricacies that people don't talk about. Because guys like LeBron and these guys make the game so damn easy for their teammates. I still can't get over the Kevin Pitts knuckle reference here. It's real. This I, is real I, talk I, here I, on the show. I, I absolutely love it, though. So there are some players to watch as the tournament begins. Jay's round ball rankings brought to you by Merrill. Merrill Edge self-directed. Helps put investing within reach. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash within reach. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker dealer, member SIPC. We'll go back to the NFL, what the Bears are doing at quarterback, and several other questions. We'll ask Marcus Spears going to join us after Sports Center. So right now, Sports Center, Alan Hahn, Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. A third civil lawsuit has been filed against him, this one accusing the Texans quarterback of sexual assault. The attorney filing the suits says he now has been hired by nine women to bring cases against Watson 
The Texans and NFL acknowledged awareness of the situation on Wednesday and have not committed further. NCAA tournament is back. March Madness returns after 710 days. Texas Southern, Drake, Norfolk State, UCLA all advance in dramatic first four round. All four games decided by eight points or fewer. Texas Southern trailed by 10 at the half. UCLA, they were down by 11 at halftime before pulling off the comeback win. Black history always on this day. In 1966, Texas Western coach Don Haskins in the national championship game fielded an all-black starting lineup versus the all-white Kentucky team. The Miners lineup led Texas Western to the national title, beating Adolph Rupp's Wildcats 72-65. It's a game that inspired Southern college teams to recruit more black players. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk. Alan, did I did I say that uh, mm-hmm. Pistago went to Pittsburgh? This is why I love Twitter. Because I, I didn't even think I said that. What'd you do? And then I said it, and I'm like, wait. Kevin Pistnagel went to West Virginia. My fault, West Virginia. Did that's I say, on me. I might have said Pittsburgh. No, no, that's okay. Pittsburgh. That's why I love Twitter. That's Damn, why I that's love our fans. that's backyard brawl that territory. Got, you can't mess ba- those two up. I know. That is backyard brawl territory. My apologies to all the West Virginia people out there. Kevin Pistnagel was one of yours. I should never have done that and messed up and put him on Pittsburgh. That's on me. That's on me. I might I might have put that in your head. It's all right. It happens. I had but I don't want to do that to my West Virginia people. I love the Mountaineers. That's... I mean, if you, if you guys want to fight squat. about Pittsnoggle, if that's what we're doing on a Friday. That's what we're March doing Madness. on a Friday. Hey, is that what we're doing on a Friday? It's going to March Madness. About... The intensity is that hot. Man. The intensity is that hot. Well, you should see you my what. Twitter just popping off right now. I like that, though. See, I, the, like they're on I like the rankings. I mean, they can't be mad at you for the comp. No. No, they're not mad. Mm. But, you know, it's about only. Oh, you know, who the players. It's built into the DNA of the program. Respect Pittsburgh. Re- respect West Virginia. I'm gonna say Pittsburgh again. Damn it. And that is that's civil war around there, man. They do not like each other. That is that is an area where those are two programs. Well, anyways, yeah, talking about some. <laughs> you know, I mean, we could talk hoop all day with you and I, but Marcus Spears is going to oh, join yeah. us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Marcus Spears, what's happening? What up, Swagoo? What's, what's up, fellas? What's happening, man? Swag, can, can I ask you how excited are you that ESPN has a Super Bowl? Talk two. to me. It, it is it's one of them things where you're in the right place at the right time. <laughs> and hopefully, um, y'all can bail me out when I <laughs> refuse to leave the sideline. Uh, when they when security tell me the game is about to start, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to just stay right here. I'm going to play it off. I'm going to be very unintentional about what I'm doing, and I'm going to let them know that, you know, this, this is uh, – this is – ESPN, ABC, Disney's game, and I'm an employee, so I'm going to stay where I'm at. So y'all just have my bail money ready. So I go, if I see you and Ryan Clark together on the sidelines, I'm going to start getting worried. I know know how y'all get together. That's starting to worry me now. We're not even close to 2026 yet. Jay, you got to come down there. Oh, I'm I'm coming. Oh, oh, Marcus, I'm coming. I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to be the little guy standing right next to you. It's going to be like twins. I'll be Dan DeVito. You be Schwarzenegger. I'm in. Let's do it, baby. Absolutely. 
I I'll got just, you while we in there. I'm going to hold you down while we in there. And then when we get out, I'm going to need you to pay for the, the lawyer fee. So, we good. We good. We got to do it, baby. I just want to drive the booger mobile on the sideline, and we can do that. Just load everybody up, and they're going up and down the sideline during the game. If there's ever a reason to bring it back, that's what it is. We just load it up exactly. and just fly back and forth, up and down. Marcus, I, 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 got, I got bets going on with people. Anita Marks hit me saying, you know, better bottle of wine at the Bears go to the playoffs with Dalton. Do you believe in Dalton? Is he the, is he the answer for the Bears? No. Hell no. Okay. Y'all know that. All right. Look, That's what I think. This, is a, this, this is a situation where you you are grabbing for anything four years removed, four or five years removed from making a bad decision in the draft. And this is one of the downfalls of it when you don't get or when you don't invest. The Chicago Bears have fault in the Mitchell Trubisky situation as well. Um you know, it was a lot of times we talked about him not being in the right situation. This offense not being tailored to him. So I'm not. I don't want to make excuses for Mitchell Trubisky. Y'all know how I am, but it, it wasn't ideal for him either. But to reach for him, um, to only to draft him that high and actually trade up to get him after one year, um, th- this is where the Bears end up. Now, what I will say is Andy Dalton is a is a is a good bridge guy. I'm assuming last year was for him was difficult in Dallas. He had no offensive line, and we know all of the things that were going on there. But um, Andy Dalton ain't fixing nothing in Chicago, man. Y'all know that. Better be a bridge. That's a ten million dollar bridge. A very expensive bridge. But you mentioned Trubisky. He ends up in Buffalo, and that, and that, that's an actually interesting move, and we're starting to see that with these young quarterbacks. You saw Jameis do it in New Orleans. We'll see Marcus Mariota yep. did it, at least for a year. We'll see where he ends up now next, but some of these younger quarterbacks that haven't <laughs> been able to stick or prove themselves are kind of taking, a, I'll call it like a redshirt year. Go somewhere, be a backup, yep. learn, get yourself right. Is that a good move for Mitch in your, in your uh, estimation? Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot, and I like it based on what we saw Josh Allen turned into Brian Daybow, the offensive coordinator for the Bills, did a tremendous job with Josh Allen. We all watched. He was in the MVP conversation. And and, and in, in the same vein, Mitchell Trubisky should be used as that type of player, the athleticism, um, the big arm, all of those traits um, that he was drafted off of. That's why I'm not huge on just saying this guy looks like Mahomes, so we should draft him high. That doesn't mean he's going to pan out. But a lot of it, too, like I uh, alluded to with Chicago, a lot of it is development. A lot of it is being in the right situation, the right environment. Um, coaches really believing in you and understanding what your skill sets are. And, look, I was a harsh Baker Mayfield critic, but I saw what a system could do. I saw how you could insulate a quarterback and not ask him to be the superstar and the reason you win every single game. So Mitchell Trubisky, I thought, made a great decision to go – sit for a year, watch the game, develop, understand a lot of nuance of the game that you don't get a chance um, to, to grasp when you play it, when them live bullets are flying. So I, I think it's a great, great decision by him. Um, it's, a, it's a perspective decision by him, too, to know that I'm not about to go anywhere and compete to be a starter, but I do want to go somewhere or end up somewhere with an offense that I like, with a coach that I like, and with the example of development um, that I feel like I need. So I thought it was a very informed decision from Trubisky and his team. 
And, and also, Bill's GM, Brandon Bean, said that, hey, this is a reset for Trubisky. We don't expect him to be the long-term yep. backup. So they, they, the organization they know it too. gets what it is yeah. as well. So I, let me ask you yep. about this. What is going on with Russ? All these options keep dwindling. The silence is deafening between him and the organization. Nobody has came out and said, hey, I want to be gone. Or the Seahawks haven't come out and said, he is our quarterback. What is happening right now? Yeah, you know me. We've been around each other long enough to know now. I'm going to say what you feel type guy, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, we get into this sometimes in the offseason when players are very vague. And, I, I, you know, I said all the time, I'm not getting on this roller coaster. I, I, I dipped my toe in when Aaron Rodgers was, was giving the vague answers and I don't know what the future are. And I backed out of that a day later. I was like, I'm not going to go up this this. Uh, I'm not about to go up this roller coaster roller coaster ride with Aaron Rodgers. Same thing with Russ, man. Look, Carson Wentz said what he wanted. Um, Deshaun, even though all of this stuff going on and that has to be figured out, he said what he wanted. Um, Matt Stafford told the front office in Detroit he wanted out. JJ Watt told Houston he wanted out. Like if Russ wants out, just say that. Don't give these crumbs. Don't try to lead people down that path. And to Russ's credit, like he's earned that cachet. You have to be you. If you notice, all the guys that I mentioned are hell of a football players. They've been playing good for a long time. So um, it's just I, with Russ, man. It's like, dude, you done balled out. You you a Super Bowl champion. Went to another one. Um, everyone looks at you as a top five quarterback in this league. You don't have to be vague about what needs to either happen in Seattle for you um, to to be happy. And I know he said he needs to be protected more, but that was even vague, and I didn't like that because I thought he was calling out his alignment. But the bottom line is, man, Russ needs to come out and say what he wants. He's earned um, that type of ability and that juice. But the vagueness of a guy in the middle of us seeing a bunch of guys say exactly what they want to happen, whether they're scrutinized or not, um, Russ needs to take a page out of that book. Swagoo, get the party gear ready because when Super Bowl twenty six comes around, we are doing it big. We're doing it big. Hey, bro. Say that. Hey, bro. It's going, bro. They the, might not the find us, Swagoo. Group. They might not find us. No, <laughs> the no. They're not going to find us. They're going to come get us. <laughs> going to come get us. Hey. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, Spears. All right, brother. All right, fellas, take care, man. Appreciate it. You just hear the excitement in his voice, right? The so anticipation good. of man. Hey, man, we people, are don't, be people don't understand at the Super Bowl on the field. I, I've obviously known a Marcus Spears for a while, yeah. but when we first actually connected, I was like, "Yo, how do you, how'd you move like that?" Like Marcus, yeah. He, but big, the way he big, big boy, human. but the way he can move mm-hmm. his feet. Yeah, I'm like, man, he out there like Chris Brown moving around on the football field. <laughs> I'm serious. That's it's scary. Again, that's again why when you watch the game from far away, you say one thing, and then you meet players and you go, oh, you guys are that big? Like, mm-hmm. okay. So I felt when I met Yao Ming, I was like, now I understand why we'll be the second pick in the draft. Yeah, Yao Ming, it. the first time I hurt my neck talking to somebody. 7-6. What is Ooh, that? Really? NCAA tournament is underway. One night in, we already had drama on and off the court. We'll get into that next. But Jay has this now from O'Reilly. Save big during O'Reilly Auto Parts Power Torque Tools DIY Day Sale. With great deals on socket sets, power tools, and more. If you're a do-it-yourself kind of guy, like we all are, Mm -hmm. you need the right tools for the right job, and this is your opportunity. Right now, get $10 off of a $200 piece mechanics tool set, plus double 
double O rewards points. That means you'll get to take your next rewards even faster. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. We are going to have a tournament. Dance spot. I'm going to get the dance, baby. Oh, are you kidding me? Four number one seeds are Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, and Michigan. We got a tournament. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I wonder if that's true. Hi, I'm Jordan Carnett. I'm the leading shop blocker in Notre Dame history. Hey, that's something you put on a business card. Yeah, it's a heck of an intro, J.C., Westwood one with the credit on those calls. Jordan Connett joins us right now. We can ask the man himself. We could certainly do that. Hey, JC, we uh, know. Yeah, he, he he's big time. It's my guy, JC. I, yeah, I, big, go ahead. Big time is a stretch, Jay. It's an obscure stat to hold on to. Jay Billis is right. I try and mention it everywhere I can to build a brand. Guilty. I I, I got to ask you right off the top, man, because we talked about this at the beginning of the show. I've been getting crazy feedback on Twitter. Uh, I'm okay with the way Tom Izzo handled the Gabe Brown situation last night uh, because Gabe was walking away. But a lot of people feel like a coach should never, ever put their hands on a player, even if they're just grabbing the player's arm. How do you feel about it, J.C.? Well, I think, Jay, you you played in an era, and so did I, and so did Alan, where – that was kind of a, a normalized thing. And I think for the, this group coming up now, the construct of coach to player, uh, that you don't see that. So I, I think it was it was a really harsh visual, a harsh optic for some who are unfamiliar with sometimes the construct. And what I mean by that is Gabe Brown is not a guy that has to take that from Tom Izzo because in Tom Izzo's culture, in Tom Izzo's program, it's been one of, hey, I'm going to come at you, I'm going to challenge you, and you are more than free as player to come right back as me, at me as coach. There's a trust that's established there inside that locker room, and for people that aren't a part of it, it's hard for them to understand that. You saw during that game players like Draymond Green and Mateen Cleaves, who are the best to ever put on a uniform there, come to the defense of their coach. That's not blind loyalty. That's saying, y'all don't get it. This is how Coach Izzo's come at us but we as fired up guys could come right back. The only issue I really had with it was it didn't seem like Gabe Brown was comfortable with how it all went down. And I talk about the trust between Izzo and his players to have those kind of interactions. Izzo had one with Aaron Henry a few years ago, but Henry was listening. Henry was warm and open to it and turned around and played a great game. 
Michigan State, Gabe Brown did nothing coming out of the second half, was clearly affected by it, and so was their team. They were plus, plus 11, lost by six in the second half. So something changed, and I'm not quite sure if it was something from the locker room because we've been in those locker rooms when that stuff happens. Sometimes it shifts morale. We're talking with Jordan Cornett on the Goodyear hotline. You were part of the call last night of this game on Westwood One. After the game, Tom Izzo did talk about the exchange. Wasn't, of course, happy being asked about it after such a, an epic finish. But here's what he had to say. Coach, you and Gabe Brown they had sort of a heated exchange going into the halftime. Can you tell us what that was about? <laughs> you guys are beautiful. Yeah, he missed the a play and I told him and he walked away and so I told him to come back. I mean, <laughs> I, we went through this a couple of years ago. Um, a game like that, that's the question you're going to ask me. Uh, I guess I'll answer it because the media has the right to ask whatever question, but we'll get him in here and you can ask him. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a normal nothing. It's just that uh, this day and age, everything's something. He called it a normal nothing. Michigan ends up losing in overtime, 86-80. to 80. But I was going to say, honestly, this is what I get a little bit. Look, in Jordan, if you're allowed to have these type of exchanges, then you, you have them. You, you look Tom in the eye. If you want to say your word, you have that conversation. It was just more so the fact that he just, like, walked away. Like, he just, like, hey, I, like, I'm dismissive of mm-hmm. you. Like, so you're in that moment, and then you just became dismissive. And that's where I think Tom got a little bit frustrated at because if you're going to have that altercation and you talk it out right then and there, and then you get over that. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes to it's, – it's a marriage. I mean, player to coach, they come into your household when you're – a young man and they talk uh, a budding young man and talk to your family and build a trust relationship for you to decide to give four years to a place. that's not your home. That becomes your home. That becomes your family. Jay, much like you and your beautiful wife and the beautiful marriage that you guys have certain things you handle differently in your home, which may for me and my beautiful wife be like, well, whoa, that's not how we do it, but it works for you and vice versa. Well, right now I would say both our wives are pregnant, so we're always wrong in our households, Jordan. We're always wrong. Always wrong, yes. Yes. We live in a volatile house where we just hope we we, we have hands shielding our faces, hope we're not doing anything too wrong. (laughs) Keep your head down. Absolutely, Jay. (laughs) That's definitely how it goes down. But also, guys, there's also another part to this that I think people want what's going on in the world to mirror what's going on in sport. And that's that's just not the case. If, Jay, your teammate Carlos Boozer does something great when you guys were back playing, you're smacking him on his hiney. Are you doing that to somebody after after they've cut a, a good rip of sound on radio <laughs> right before you do the show? I, I mean, I, yeah, I do do that here world. in the studio, though. I don't know. I, I do. I used to see people's faces when I'm I I'm learning that it. this week. There's a lot of uh, unwanted <laughs> physical touching with Jay, but it's always it's always <laughs> encouraging. Good segment, Alan. Good segment. It's always good job, baby. But I think I think Jordan, what Jordan's explaining though is if let's say let's say I'm at the salad bar and somebody's making me the salad, they hand me the salad uh, and I just go up and I'm just like, reference. Hell of a salad, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, you guys Jeez, are just bumping after you guys do a good segment <laughs> in the morning. This is not how it goes. So, like, people need to separate the two. Tom Izzo's built the trust to do that. In a normal world, no. But also understand this. If any coach puts his hands on me, he better be ready for me to put the hands right back on him. Mm. And that seems to be the setup there. Mm. Does it work for everybody? Absolutely not. But that's what works for Michigan State. And every player I've ever talked to, would run through a wall for that guy, not out of fear, but out of trust with the relationship, leveled relationship that they share with Coach. Jordan, who is the biggest threat to Gonzaga? Because they have a chance to do something really special. Yeah, I mean, the way I've got it played out, 
Illinois is their biggest threat in the championship wow. game. And I hope I'm not uh, moving too fast, putting the cart before the horse here, but I got Illinois beating Gonzaga in the championship game. The deal is, Jay and Allen, with Gonzaga in their path, is out in the West, they beat the two, three, and four seed already this year. And it's not, well, you've already beat them, so you'll beat them again. It's you're familiar with their style. You have tape on them. Nothing's going to surprise you from those teams. And, oh, by the way, you beat them. So I don't see the Zags being truly challenged at all in the West until they get to the championship game. I do think versus Texas in the final four, how I have it, Mm. in that semifinal game, national semifinal, it'll be a good one. But I've got Gonzaga moving on to Illinois. Jordan, great to talk to you. Enjoy the tournament. JC, I'll be seeing you soon, yeah. brother. Hey, Jay, Alex, great to talk to you guys. Best time of the year. That was the first four last night. Are I know. It's crazy. Three weeks of this. Great energy to go transition into the tournament. I love it. Let's do it. KJZ presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up, more NFL talk. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.